Hello, welcome to Dependence Planning. I am Veronica. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jen. Great. We're, we're all, here. We're all here. Hi-ya. Your Dependence Planners are back again. We're here to say what? That's right. This is the podcast where we explain to you what you're doing wrong as a Dependa. And you have to rethink your life choices now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all knowing. We, we are we, all we knowing. We just know it yeah. all. <laughs> we are the crystal ball of your life. <laughs> Give us a good rub. Not the genie oh. lamp. <laughs> look into my balls and rub me. I'm going to look into your balls and see what I see. Squeaky clean. Ooh. Anyways, um, what t- t- <laughs> today's topic, we're going to be talking about something um, that I think would interest a lot of people. This isn't so much for... A dependa, but maybe for future dependas. Yeah? yeah. So I read a comment the other day on Facebook. I'm just going to be vague about it. Basically, uh, she's a girlfriend and her boyfriend has a follow on, follow on orders overseas and she's talking about moving with him. They're not married. I'm going to say that again. Not married. They don't have plans on getting married anytime soon. Um, so she's just wondering if she's able to live overseas with him. Obviously, she knows that she won't be able to live on base. Um, so, yeah. And some of the comments on there infuriated me. Like, majority of the comments were all yes. the same. They were all like, no, you can't live overseas. Yeah. Yes, you can. But you have to be married. You have no choice. And it's like, motherfucker, yes, she does have a choice. And you don't have your information correct. So we are here today to give you some information because we know plenty of people that have been girlfriends or boyfriends that have followed their active duty um, significant others overseas and have lived their life there and worked on base that's Mm -hmm. right yeah it can be done it can be and you don't have to get married you don't have to get married you have choices you don't even have to be a girlfriend boyfriend you can be a sibling you can be a parent yeah. You don't have to be on their orders. You can be yourself sponsored, basically. And that's what we wanted to talk about today. Um, so I'm going to be very vague with this and j- talk about Germany because it's uh, just to be vague with the location. Are but this vague, super vague. <laughs> um, but this does apply f- to other countries like the UK and Belgium, Italy. You know, you get the point. You know what overseas is. Um, so it's just kind of generalized, some tweaks here and there. Um, basically what it is as an American living overseas with no affiliation to the military, you can work there and live there. What? <laughs> Sorry. Why is Lindsay it's making not- hand gestures? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm so sorry. Lindsay is delusional right um, now. Strike that and scene. So as you were saying, I, that was so rude. <laughs> I love you. Oh my gosh. I had an out-of-body. When I told you to use your mouth, that's not what I was you saying. You did that to me. See, you probably I said me. use your mouth, but not right I now. I would have never done that had you not planned You just that did. Seed. I know. Because that I had to you. come from somewhere. Don't say I would have never done that. You planted the seed, Veronica. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm seedless okay. over here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, anyways, to be, to be able to... <laughs> you bitches. 
To live as a civilian overseas, you fall under SOFA. What's SOFA? Not like a an actual... A SOFA? <laughs> Why would you fall under a SOFA? Listen, shit rolls under the SOFA all the time. Yes, it does. You should go lift mine. There's all sorts of glitter and feathers and, and money money and lego pieces anyways no and forts you can make a fort in your sofa sofa s-o-f-a yes a sofa is so sierra comfy. Otto. oscar oscar there you go foxtrot alpha it's nice. ferdinand sofa. In <laughs> no it's not <laughs> <laughs> nice try uh sofa status of forces agreement what that is sofa is basically a law in place in Europe that allows one as Americans to live as civilians there, but you, there's still certain guidelines for you. But this protects you from certain things. For example, you don't have to file taxes. You don't even have to... For the country. For that, for that country, yeah. excuse yeah. me. Yeah, for that country, for the host country. Uh, stuff like that. You still got to pay taxes in the U.S. So, so it gives you protective laws as well, too. Mm-hmm. For um, Yeah, it allows you to live... In the foreign country with certain benefits, privileges, and protection under the NATO SOFA agreement. So to include exemption from having to register yourself with local authorities and paying taxes. This will allow you to purchase certain tax-free goods uh, and to include vehicles. So that's what it allows you. Now, in order for you to get that, when you arrive in country you would have to get a base a base job. So that could be anything from like a NAF job. NAF is non-appropriated fund, basically like the BX, the movie theater, car rentals, uh, stuff that the government doesn't fund. Those are all self-funded. Commissary? Uh, you know, yeah. no, commissary is uh, government funded. You're right. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. I think you can NAF there though too, like parts of it. I don't maybe, know. maybe certain positions. Yeah, because yeah, I think even working at the BX nowadays is also uh, GS. Some positions. Some positions. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as long as it's not a GS job, you can right? also get a GS job, Ooh. which would you would then be self-sponsored. And I'm going to use myself as an example in this one, even though I am a military spouse. But when I had a GS job in Belgium, I was self-sponsored. Technically, Kyle could have left me and I would have been fine working. You could stay there. And I could have stayed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there's certain guidelines you would have to search for in the country. I'm not sure if that was just for Belgium, but I think it would apply any country abroad that has a military base. Um, now that uh, the people who can obtain SOFA status is active duty U.S. military members assigned to Germany, or I'm sorry, any country in Europe. You only need to present a military ID, NATO, or travel orders. That's also for civilians who have, let's say, like already have a job on base in the states, and they can use that to be able to move to a different country. Uh, U.S. government civilian employees, DOD sponsored uh, contractors and all family members required a U.S. SOFA certificate in their passport to show legal residency in Germany. Now, I did read some things about the legal residency in Germany about it's a flawed system, basically, like. If you arrive in country and you register as a resident of Germany, they say it works against you in getting a job on base as an American citizen because you are now registered as a German resident 
and you would have to pay like German tax and all that. So they um, automatically nix you from that. I don't know how that works. I couldn't really find anything that would explain it to me because they do hire local nationals on mm-hmm. base as well. And every base that you go to, there's a certain percentage where they have to hire local nationals. It's required. It It's only fair, right? Because, I mean, they're occupying their land. Yeah. And so it's only fair. But it is a flawed system in order in that sense where it's like, okay, well, you have a certain amount of time to be able to find a job as an American citizen that has no affiliation with the military. But you do it as an American citizen, not as a German resident. Right. So you would either have to get a job before you arrive in country, which would probably be the easiest way to do it, especially a NAF job, because NAF jobs are a dime a dozen. (laughs) Let's face it, like you can get one pretty easy uh, at like the BX or whatever. Now, a GS job is a little bit more difficult, but it is it is possible to get one while you're still in the states. Yeah, as long so long as that's your plan is like I will be there in, uh, in time to fill that position because a GS job takes a long time for the process to be able to get the job from the moment you apply to the moment the position closes and they you know pick their candidates and then interview their candidates and get all the process going like your your clearance and it's just all this stuff that goes along it's with very complicated. getting a GS job yeah it took our director like 7 months he came from the states and mm-hmm. he went through all of this so you can apply from afar and you can apply if you have a far amount mm-hmm. of time to yep. to yep. uh yeah. Start. Be prepared to wait. Yeah. And this Hurry will, up and wait. Yeah. Yeah. And those jobs will allow you to stay in country as so long as you're still working. Um, some of them even provide um, living quarters assistance, so a little bit extra money for your stay. And yeah. the TMO, uh, like the loaner furniture and stuff too. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So perk. So it's yeah. not a bad it's not a bad deal, especially if you're going there with somebody that has orders there. Like let's say this uh, young lady who has her boyfriend will be stationed there soon, and she's gonna go and she can find a job. Just fucking take like a NAF job because that's gonna be really easy, even if you're working like at Subway, until you can get a better position, you know, somewhere else. Unfortunately, with GS jobs, what I've seen and heard a lot is that you have to volunteer to show face and then that's where they see that you are a qualified candidate for some of those positions unfortunately it's really competitive and yes. you're also competing with uh, spouses that have spouse preference yeah and veterans that have so you're at the bottom of that list as a civilian non-affiliated with the military yeah still worth it to try for sure yes still worth it sometimes um, yeah, sometimes they're kind of hard to do. You, there's a lot of different qualifications. You to make sure you check mm-hmm. all those boxes. Exactly. I think the hardest part too, is the interview, like the applicant process alone, they have, uh, like a filter. So mm-hmm. if you don't have the specific job experience or the thing where it's like, I do this proficiently or unsupervised or blah, 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 they weed all the applicants out. So some people will have the skills for a thing, but then it's not that direct Thing, so they don't know to still check yes and mm-hmm. go through that beginning application and they get weeded out immediately. Yeah. So you talk yourself up in these situations. I mean, you're not lying on your applications and whatnot, uh, but yeah. there's 
there for those GS jobs, getting through that initial bit can be yes. a hurdle too. Yeah, it is. It oh, is. Yeah. So be creative when you're thinking about your job skills. Like if you're capable of doing another thing and it translates into another subject or area or work thing, even though the experience is slightly different and the skill set's the same, you can use it. A lot of times too, it's you'll have somebody who has a lot of experience, but maybe just a year left, maybe you have one more year uh, in country than they do and you don't have as much experience, That's that works with you, that they'll pick you because you have more time there. It's really unfortunate and it's not supposed to be done, but it really does work that way. And also with like um, the local nationals, they're there all the time. Like they don't have any, you know, time frame as far as like them moving. They will probably pick somebody over you. Yeah, right? you know how daunting it is to retrain and rehire and reteach and flow through all these people every little bit, every few years yes. or so. Could be like two years, could be three years. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. This it's is, a lot. It's one of the the downfalls of being a military spouse too. Is like you have to leave your career now. You have to go somewhere else and try to find something that's in that career field or similar, something that you can do. But then it's so competitive, everyone's wanting to do the same thing. Yes. You know, and I can't even imagine for for someone who has no affiliation with the military whatsoever, and they're just trying to get a job, and they're competing with all these spouses that have preference, and all the veterans, and all the local nationals, and here comes this American citizen who has, I guess, like I've said many times, no affiliation, and you don't have the amount of time to be able to stay in country to volunteers just to show face and tell them that I am qualified. You only have a 90-day period to be able to find a job and stay in country. That's what I say. Start off somewhere small like Subway, yeah. Anthony's Pizza. The BX. The BX. Yeah, oh, the BX. What about like a waitress if you're at some bigger yes. space that yes. does food? Yeah. yeah. That's probably smart. Mm, chilies. Yes. Mm, chilies. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's great. You can also try to work off base, but you would need a little. There's a few more requirements with that, like a like a visa work permit, and then you would have to register as a a, a German citizen. Again, I'm using just Germany, but then you don't fall. You're not protected under SOFA anymore. Yeah. That's a bummer. That mm-hmm. is a good uh, reason, though, like, to get you over there. So, like, getting a working visa or even, like, a school visa. Say you wanted to work on your education mm-hmm. and you apply to a local school. And my niece is not military-affiliated, and she's over going to university in Sweden. She's been for years. Yeah. She's even on, like, a... Uh, like a break period, and she still is able to maintain like the residency there and do it. So yeah. there are ways to get overseas to to stay there to be with your partner. Yeah, if you're uh, willing to be creative and a go getter. Yeah, go get it. Yeah, I've had I met a, a friend of mine. She's from Costa Rica, and she was an au pair in the states. And she met a young man in the service, and he moved to Belgium, and she went with him. And she had to leave. She left the country, went back to Costa Rica, then came back. And she was trying to get a job. But because she wasn't an American citizen with a social security card, she could not work on base. She couldn't work anywhere. And she was just trying every which way. She went to the uh, Costa Rican consulate and tried to arrange something. But she couldn't find even like an au pair job there. 
nothing. And she ran out of time and she had to go back. It was really sad to see because she was trying every single way she could. And she was like, I'm following the love of my life. But didn't work out so well for her. For her. so sad. Yeah, I think she just, I think it was on a whim, everything with her. She's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to live with you. And then it didn't work out so well. So. Yeah. So sometimes it doesn't always work out in your favor. You do. I mean, yeah. you try your best. You can do, you take all these steps in order to try to get over there. Um, but also don't be surprised if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. You can keep trying. Right. Um, but yeah. don't expect miracles to happen right away. Yeah. And I think, I think she's got a good head on her shoulders and I think she'll be able to do her research. She just wanted to reach out and get some simple information from Facebook. And which she did not which get. Which she didn't. Oh, <laughs> there no. was. You guys, you don't have to get married. Like, you don't. That is not an no. option. And do no. not feel pressured. Like, oh, the only way I'm going to get these kind of benefits or be able to mm-hmm. be on the in overseas and do all these things is if we just get married right now. No, you have other ways. Yeah, because what if it doesn't work out? What if she she's not happy in another country and she wants to move back? At least she doesn't feel tied down like that. Right. You know? Like, she's able to leave just fine and maybe break ties a little bit more civilly with her significant other. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice cushion phase, too, if you think about it, mm-hmm. of the people that did get married to stay together or whatnot, of military going overseas. You know, you're young in the relationship and lovey-dovey. And you get away from all your family and all these things in these different countries and cultures, and it can really put stress and burdens on mm-hmm. relationships, on people. And you see true colors and seasons oh, in life that it's, I mean, a ugly great colors. opportunity to see if that person is made for you. That's somebody that you do want to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. But I agree with Jen so much. I think a lot of people press marriage mm-hmm. as a solution in this military life. And this military life is crazy. <laughs> yes. It is not for everybody. And marriage isn't either. And it should be something that is taken with great yes. care. And and there's sacrifices and compromises. It's not a way to get a ticket overseas or yeah. be with that person because at that time in your life, you want to be with that person. Like, Yeah. That's why I was serious. like, some like the comments I was reading on there was like, don't tell her that it's your only option. I don't see any other way. And it's like some of these people that had never even been overseas. Yes. It's like, how are you giving your opinion here if you have no information? You're just going off of what you think would be like no and then someone active duty went on there and gave her good information on sofa and like oh, stuff like that okay good and so and it was really good information and i was like just stuff that i was thinking out loud in my head and i was like i really shouldn't get involved but when i saw that you have no choice i was like you do have a choice i was like there's plenty of people that have done this and you can be one of them and you should be one of them yeah, I mean, yeah. I that's the thing. If you do not have, like, factual evidence to be giving somebody, don't. Shut your mouth. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Cable. Just don't do it. Like, yeah. don't say anything. Like, there are times where I'll, uh, you know, somebody will ask a question on Facebook or whatnot, and I'm, like, reading it over, and I'm just like, well, no, you can't do that. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? No, let's yeah. do it. And then I'll start reading the comments, and I'm like, oh, wait. Maybe. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow, really? Yeah. And I'm like, see, I shut my mouth. I didn't say anything because I didn't really know. Yeah. So there. This is a power and it should be used. (laughs) Used so much more. You know, it's like we're given this power of speech and, you know, this day and age with technology, everybody gets to voice their opinion. Uh, Yeah. It is also our greatest downfall. 
Like, oh, absolutely. You people are ridiculous. <laughs> it is our downfall. It is. I totally agree. It's like you read something and you find it annoying, but you still find the time to comment on it. It's like if you yes. find it annoying, keep scrolling, asshole. Like exactly. you don't have to comment. Roll your eyes as hard as you can. Right. Yes. Break judge it in your head. Away. Yeah. Judge, judge it in it. your head. Yes. Move on. Say it out loud to yourself. Like, what was this person thinking? Are you serious? And then keep don't, going. Don't add more wood to that fire. Like, no. why? Your opinion is not more important than the other person's no. and you are not right. No, it's I'm like, right. it's like those <laughs> when you uh don't yeah, don't comment on things that you have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just it's silly. And if you don't have anything good to say to bring to it, if you're just going to be sarcastic and an asshole, yes. Also don't, say, don't anything. say anything at all. No. Golden rule, golden rule, friends. Yes. I think too so many people hide behind the screen, behind yes. a profile, behind not oh, knowing yeah. somebody. Would you really say it to the face? Mhm. Uh, when my children are fighting and whatnot, I'm always like, you know, just like think before you speak. Like one's charging back at the other and the other's firing back and back and forth. And I'm like, well, you know what? If you just stop talking, it ends right there. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if your comment isn't producing an effect that's positive or offering um, advice that like Mm -hmm. goes for the objective in a positive way, like just don't even Mm -hmm. chime in. That's what I said to my son the other day because he was criticizing my daughter on how she she wrote a letter or something and he's like you're not even doing it right that's horrible you can't write and i was like she's four i told him i was like she's four she's not doing it right. i was like guess what you didn't know how to write at that age either yeah. so shut your face you either help her correct it or move along Walk buddy away. yeah, yeah he couldn't move along because he was tied to his car seat so i was forced to listen to it <laughs> oh, that's the worst. That's why I'm like, silence, silence, please. Yeah. Yes. I always tell my kids, silence is a superpower. It's like, they can't come back at you if you don't respond. Exactly. You know, oh, but like, you're, yeah. you're bringing it up. Now, I, I try to be like, oh, you want to know your superpower? I try to make it all uh, yeah. motivational. That and, was probably hey, I, I, like I have a secret for you in life. But then even us as adults don't even apply said superpower. So look at that hypocrisy. That's because us as women, we're like, I have a good comeback for you. Finish what you're saying, and I'm gonna bite you back. Yeah, mm-hmm. plug it in. Always. Um, plus, internet trolling sometimes is fun. <laughs> okay, I cannot help myself. I will get on those sometimes. Come on, but it's- right? They so are memes. Come on, memes a lot. Memes were created I love for memes. this exact yeah. reason of internet yeah. trolling. Yeah. But I mean, there, you can troll so long before it because you know know your boundaries. You know, yeah. too yeah. far is just too far. I like reading them because they make me laugh. Oh, they're <laughs> Some hilarious. Some you had really good ones that. back when I was a social media. Um, the I still can't get over the reading. Show me your reading hooks <laughs> or whatever the reading, and it's the toilet, like oh, or like dishes. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, Let dish. me see your reading corners. And Veronica <laughs> puts a picture of a toilet, and I was like, oh that my was, gosh, that was on. There's a Facebook page. I'm sure you guys are all familiar with it, with the White Walls page. And I make fun of it all the time because people are on there and they put like. It looks like out of a magazine, like pictures out of it a is. magazine. It's magazine like, is. and they'll be like, "Excuse the mess," and it's like, "What mess?" There's a and piece of dust on the floor. Yeah. What color should I paint my wall? And it's like eighty shades of fifty shades of gray. 80, <laughs> eighty shades of the same gray. And I was like, I can't tell the difference. Well, this like, one has a little bit of purple in it, and then this one's a little bit of a lighter blue gray, and then this is like a white gray, texture. and this one is a dark gray. Oh, yeah. Soft. 
this one's eggshell, this one's satin. I don't care. Like, it's funny to me, right? Yeah. So when people call This one does my dishes for me. Yeah. So sometimes there was someone that posted a picture of their stove, which happened to be the exact same house as this one, right? And there's like a gap between the sides of the stove and the counter, like a big gap. And she's like, what do I do to fill this gap? And um, our friend Kai tagged me. She's like, isn't this like your house? And I was like, it is. I was like, I like to fill that space by constantly dropping utensils. How <laughs> 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 like, do I fill the space yes, in here? Find the gap, please. Yeah, but the reading corner one, it's like, show me your reading corner. So I posted a picture of my toilet. <laughs> yes. Or the, what do you put above your cabinets? And you're like, no, mostly dust. Dust and cobwebs, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are so those are funny productive ways to yeah. comment on Facebook. That's yeah. for sure. They're I don't insult them. I don't be like no. you're stupid for doing anything on top of your cabinets. No. You're stupid for having you have a to reading marry that dust. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way it's going away unless you You marry have it. to marry it. You will get benefits that, from it. That, Dusty benefits. That gap between your stove? Yeah. Marry it. Marriage. Marry that gap right now. <laughs> That's kind of my favorite response to everything. So why don't you marry it? Remember that? <laughs> why don't you marry it? Oh, I love tacos. So why, don't why don't you marry, you marry it? it? Tacos. I will. Okay. Yeah. Marry them. I will. Marry them. I what will. do you call cheese that's not yours? Married cheese. Not show cheese. Not so marry cheese it. to marry. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Married cheese. Oh, you Guys, um, so they don't, so they have 90 days in order to get everybody has 90 days, yeah, to find a Mm -hmm. job on base. Do they have to have a visa then, no matter like what, after they do that, in order to stay in country, or are they again at the discretion of the country, just like here, just like here, we don't need a visa, we don't, so at the discretion of the country, whatever. I don't know if just whatever that country Mm -hmm. is requiring, okay, yeah. I have a friend, I have a couple friends that did that. So I have my friend, Kim, you met her um, when we went to the London game. She moved to Belgium with her boyfriend and got a job right away at the BX. And she stayed there for the remainder of the time. And she was able to stay there. And I mean, they don't, they pay peanuts, but. Right. But I mean, but she was able to able stay. stay. Yeah. And did then, she have to find somewhere to live on her own or was she able to live with him? She was able to live with him. Yeah. So he covered pretty much everything. I think that's how they had it arranged is like he covered the rent and everything. Cause I mean, he was, he was a staff sergeant. Mm-hmm. So he had to live off, off base. base anyways. Okay. So I know like some of the airmen up to a certain rank, the younger airmen or even uh, probably uh, soldiers and seamen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Marines. Marines. They all have to live on base until a certain rank, and then they get forced out of yes. their barracks, dorms, whatever, into off-base housing. Not always, but in most situations, yes. And so that was the situation. Is like he was a staff sergeant, so he had to live off-base, and he got a house, and so she was able to stay with him. And I don't, I don't remember asking her if she had uh, living quarters assistance, but... Mm-hmm. I imagine so if she came as a civilian to work there. Yeah. I had, there was plenty of people at the BX that lived there with their entire families and they all worked at the BX and they were able to stay in country for years. Yeah. Um, if they come with children, let's say like um, this this girlfriend comes with children and she wants her child to attend school on base, 
she has to pay the tuition yes. for them to attend because that's not covered with him that's with the active duty. Yeah, that's the same with DOD employees as well. That's right. Yes, they with have DOD. to pay. Yeah, they gotta pay for to you for the kids to go on base schools. It can be pricey. That can be yeah, upwards of is. like thirty grand a year. Yes. Yeah. I know. I uh, one of the civilians in Dave's unit said that he would rather put his daughter in an off base mm-hmm. private school than pay the on base. yeah it's like 30 grand it's, on base it it's was crazy it was insane so it's crazy yeah. yeah i also knew a friend whose brother was in the army and she moved to belgium with him and she was living in base housing with them i don't know how she arranged that but she was living in base housing with them a lot of times they can put them down as like a, a nanny or something they didn't have children so i don't know how that worked out I don't know how that worked out. Hmm. I don't remember her name or else maybe, I'd reach out to her. Maybe he registered her as like a pet or something. Oh, could be. <laughs> he was cheating the system. Yeah, they were well, twins. That's really intriguing, yeah, because they were twins. So oh. They were twins, so maybe he was like, I need my twin for telepathic. Right? Like, it's well, my emotional can, support twin. <laughs> you can adopt certain like siblings and even parents and whatnot to make right. them dependent, so maybe yeah. it was a scenario like that. I don't know. That's strange, but she worked at the BX as well. Yeah. And she was able to stay in country. Yeah, that's another thing you should look into as well, is that if you're if you're going with like a significant other, mm-hmm. your fiancé, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, Consider the fact that if they have to live on base, you have to find somewhere to live, and you got to pay your way. Yeah. So, like if they're in the dorm situation. Yeah. Too, find. Yeah. yeah make so. sure you calculate that expense as well, because yeah. it's not always that great with the pay that you get. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, yeah. There are ways. There's there are ways. I mean, if you're just if it's just like a couple with no children, they should be fine on just his pay like him paying for the place where they're staying at. yeah as long as he can live off base as long as he can live off base yeah. a lot of times they won't let you live off base right i know when we were in belgium they were letting the staff sergeants live off base but then after a few years they were like no this is not going to happen anymore everybody has to live on base in the dorms and the ones that were already living off base they left them there they were fine mm-hmm. so yeah. i wonder why that is you know i'm always curious what their reasonings are for that kind of yeah, I don't know. That kind of stuff. They can't be trusted. They can't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it probably it probably has to do with them being young and single and they want to go out and party and stuff and they want to keep them close by. Yeah. Maybe to protect for their own safety. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I think how many just come right out fresh out of high school or whatnot, Babies. 18, and they're like... I see a lot in uh, my flight, and, like, I'll be like, oh, you're so young, and, like, I, I can't imagine myself being there, and, that, and then they're, like, new to overseas, or mm-hmm. you see them in, like, finance talking about things, and, yeah. and they're just, it's the first time away from home, and the first time paying bills, and yeah, and managing money, it's just, mm-hmm. there's so many firsts, and I think it's a great cushion to have that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our friend, um, our friend Allison just moved out of the dorms. Oh, and Allison. She's, she lives on the block over, on the oh, next block over here. Oh, Allison. Yeah. So I went over there and, and I helped her move a couch. And like I walked into her house and it's really cute. And like I had Kyle with me and he like was putting her couch together. And she's like, I gotta go back to work. And we're like, okay, I was like, I'll, I'll lock up for you. Like, don't worry about it. And I couldn't get her heat to come on. And she was like, I'm just gonna sleep on the couch because I don't have a bed. And I was like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> I know, remember that. And I was like, so I gave her a space heater. I was like, it's, I was like, I could not get your heat to come on. I don't know what to do. Here's a space heater. 
And here's a casserole dish. Bring it back with a casserole. It's just like a casserole. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. You just you bake a casserole, you give it to her and be like, okay, when you give this dish back to me, though, it must be filled with food. Yeah. Well, so. I gave it to her. I'm like, That's you can have it. That's container policy, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You got to fill yes. it up with food. Yes. Do yes. I have any of your containers? I got I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have one of yours. Oh, yeah, score. <laughs> some balls to fill it with. Oh, some fill me balls. with some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Are they juicy balls? Oh, Are they're, they sweet they're balls? Sweaty. They're a bit of, oh, of savory sweaty. and sweet. And they sweat under heat. Mm. All right. Mm, mm, mm. They secrete. <laughs> <laughs> they secrete. They secrete grease. Because they're wrapped in bacon. Oh, my gosh. My mom yesterday was cracking me up. I I was on the phone with her, and I said, I'm going to get liposuction. And she's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to take the liposuction and all the grease, and I'm going to put it somewhere else. Like, that's what they do, right? It's like you put it in your face. You put it on your breast. They put it on your butt. And uh, she was laughing, and she's like, I was like, it's better than having something foreign in your body. No offense to anybody that has the implants. But I was just saying, I was like, yeah, I was like, because my body made it, so I won't reject it. And she goes, I have a lot of fat. Do you want some of mine? I was like, I didn't make it. I will reject it. She's like, what am I supposed to do with all this grease on me? And I was like, well, when I cook bacon, I save all the grease and put it in the fridge. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you do that for the tamales. Yes, I was just saying, make your tamales. Yeah, which we are. Lindsay saved the date. I think maybe Christmas Eve Eve. Is it considered cannibalism if your tamales are made with human grease? Not if I don't tell you. If I don't tell you it's human grease, then you're fine. Yeah. But if I tell you, then it's your decision to put those tamales in your mouth. Yes, that's my liposuction. It was Hmm. cheaper if I disposed of it myself than having the facility. What you don't know doesn't kill you. It makes you stronger mm-hmm. and yeah. tastier. Does it, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Super tasty. Do you tend to say what? Yeah, I don't know if I like this anymore. The cannibalism conversation? <laughs> yeah, your liposuction and my tamales. Oh, you can edit all that out. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm saying I don't know if I can do that. Oh, oh I don't want I it. don't think I can do it either. Don't it's, worry. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat human tamales. My bacon container, though, is full of grease right now. It's like, oh, the tamales we will have with this. So I have, delicious. Like, I have just a small amount of bacon grease right now. Mine's like full. I probably have a good three inches. Mm-hmm. Oh. Does it? <laughs> in my pickle jar. Mine goes in, in a pickle jar. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a fancy... Stainless steel grease container in Veronica. I only do it in the stainless steel one because I had a glass one and it broke. Like it broke with the heat. Oh, okay. So be careful. Yeah. I don't keep mine in the fridge either. Oh, I keep mine in the fridge. Is that bad? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's baking grease. They always leave it out. Yeah. It's fat. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Take note, everybody. Somebody tell us. Is it okay to leave bacon fat, your grease drippings? I hope so because I've had it outside. Yeah. Oh. I need to get more American bacon. That's where I'll get my bacon grease from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those getting local, don't yeah, give you local bacon, bacon doesn't like do anything. They're so. delicious, but they don't. unless you right. make it in like a casserole dish with other stuff. Oh, now really? We're back to the casserole dish. Mm. Casserole. Yeah, like my bacon balls. <laughs> <laughs> I used the the British bacon, and it was greasy. But there's other things in there, and fats and. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to have your balls in my mouth. 
I'm gonna. Okay. Linda's <laughs> 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 gonna stuff her balls in your mouth. I can't smear wait. Smear something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gross. Smear your balls. Smear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You said you had a story for us. Oh, uh, yeah, just a quick little vague story. Um, I had a friend who had a friend whose friend, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I have a friend who uh, was in this exact situation. She was the girlfriend and the guy was overseas and she went over there. I think it was Germany they were at and uh, she had a good job and she was able to like self-sponsor herself to Mm -hmm. be there so if anything happened with him she had the stability uh to live on her own to pay her own bills to Mm -hmm. be there um with a good job and whatnot and then she did live with him and they were able to stay together well then he got like a tour to korea or something Mm -hmm. and rather than her going back to the states because she had this job status and the sponsorship from that she was able to stay overseas yeah um, and then he finished his one year tour and then they went over to the States or wherever next mm-hmm. he went and were married later on. But, um, the point of my story is just to show that it can be done. It is done. Absolutely. Um, they had a successful experience with it and they later on wound up married, two children, super happily ever mm-hmm. after. Um, there are options and there are good jobs and there are scrape by jobs. But I mean, if you could get your foot in the door. May as well wedge her in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, might as well. Don't pass up that opportunity. I think if you enjoy being around your significant other, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And also the opportunity to travel. You oh, know, my they gosh, They say you learn yes. so much about people when you travel with mm-hmm. them and you know if you're compatible. But also, like, uh, Veronica, you did this with Kyle, you know, because you guys lived together uh wedded for so long before even kids that you really get to experience all oh, that yeah. stuff in life before you're like forced into you know forced into this Raising marriage children. <laughs> and then the baby coming and the quit you know like my husband and I we we had our kids really soon after being married it would have been cool I wouldn't change anything yeah. but I mean it would be cool in hearing other people's experience to be able to go overseas and do all this traveling and yeah. Um, yeah. do things together as a couple like that's such a special bonding moment mm-hmm. And to know that you're just there as a boyfriend and a girlfriend and there's no contract or marriage or children or other, like, things looming over your head allows you to really be authentic in that experience to enjoy each other. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because, and I always say this, when you're dating someone, you're a, a certain type of person. When you get married... Strange things happen, yeah. And it's like you a change. Light switch. You change. They change. Together, yeah. you change. Things get weird. Sometimes for the better. <laughs> things get weird. Things get weird. Sometimes for the better. Sometimes for the worse. Sometimes things don't work out. And yeah. then sometimes it's like, wow, I love you even more for who you are now. Mm-hmm. Um, you really get to know each other in the first. I feel like three years of your marriage, it's like the ugly side of you comes out, and it's yeah. you're not able to like hide that anymore. No. And then. Throw in some children in the mix. Yeah. It gets uglier. You see yourself in the worst way possible. You yourself, you see yourself in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. And then your spouse, you hate them. But yes, there are beautiful do. moments in there. Uh, There's I, always beautiful oh, moments. I don't there remember them. <laughs> I don't remember them. You're no, so no, sleep yeah. deprived. You don't remember that. Yeah, so sleep <laughs> You're just constantly adapting with each other, without each other, beside each other, through separations, mm-hmm. yeah. through hoops of fire, through Cirque du Soleil, <laughs> all the things. You're hired. 
You know what? And maybe trapeze isn't your strong suit. How would you know if you didn't go? Yeah. You know, you got <laughs> to try, test it. taste and see. Ooh, yes. a little tasty taste. Yes. And, um, and just know, like, even you're just constantly adapting. Absolutely. Constantly adapting, ever evolving, forever. Even them in their career as they, you know, get higher up in rank, yep. they change. Their, their views change. Yeah. And when they don't change, and then it bugs you that they're not changing, and then you're complaining about change. <laughs> Where's all the change? change? Give me the change in your pocket. Yes. Stop stealing my change. Oh, my goodness. Dave kept stealing my change all the time, so. Um, Kyle doesn't even allow me to have change, I feel like. When we've gone on vacation, it's like yeah. I never have money in my wallet. <laughs> Dave took all my money. He's a money hoarder. Yes. Dave took all my money and he would give me some to go like, he's like, okay, go get this thing or whatever. And I'd go get it and come back. And then he'd be like, give me the change. And I'm like, why? I can hold on a five euro. It's okay. He's like, no, I'll just, I'll take it. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So we're the total like, opposite. I'm, come on. I give me some money. Have, I never have money in my wallet. <laughs> you saw when we went to Mykonos and I was paying for the little fried donuts. Yeah. And it was like, I paid with like a 20 euro or something. And I was like, great. I have change back. Like I can buy little trinkets or you know like I don't have to run to copy like excuse me sir can I have some money <laughs> the gumbo machine yeah and I was like about to stick in my pocket he's like can I have the change and I was like god damn it this is why I never have money and he started <laughs> laughing he's like and I think he's like no I just wanted the coins and I like threw it at his feet and I'm like fuck you I'm just kidding I didn't do that I was like whatever I was like I never uh, have money I was take like, my change yeah and then one time I hid money when we went to <laughs> Croatia <laughs> I hid it in my phone case because remember I had that waterproof phone case? Yeah. And I put it in there. It was like, it was like 500, uh, Croatian money. Kuna. Kuna. Yeah. 500 Kuna in my thing. And I was like, no, oh, I have money. Like, if I want to go buy a beer, that shit disappeared. He took it. He took it from me. I was like, why can't I have money? I'm That's not a funny. spender, but if I'm thirsty, I don't want to have to chase you down. <laughs> like, excuse yeah, me, I don't want to have to water. find you so I can go get myself a beer. Yeah. Rude. This was the plan. <laughs> this was the plan when we came on our trip. We're going to drink. You know this. Don't stop me from having a good time. <laughs> I want my kebab and my beer. Oh, kebab and beer. Yeah. That was legit in Croatia. Remember? Remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember, remember. It seems so far away now. Sun loungers and just yes. lunching and mm-hmm. then massaging and then drinking and then. Mm-hmm. Give me nice. my money. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't allowed to have any money. That's funny because that's always me. I always have the money and Todd's coming to me and I'll be like, can I have the money? And I'll be like, <laughs> you get this much. Yeah. I will ration it for the days. We do kind of like the Dave Ramsey style. Put it on style. your tab. Right. That's and I'll be smart, like, though. this is what you get today. Yeah. Right? Yes. When it's gone, don't come back, yo. Yeah. And he still comes back, yo. <laughs> He's still Coming there. back from Mo. <laughs> but yeah, so change, though. Change is good. They always say, like, oh, you'll never change. You'll never change them. And don't expect to, you know, change your significant other. No, no, it's true. You guys, the longer you're together, whether you're married or not to, your perception on everything changes. Yeah. You change around each other. Uh, You change around each other. You don't change them. They adapt around you as well as you adapt around them. So you make certain changes to accommodate them and really for your own sanity, let's face it. But they can't change you. You can't change a person the way they are. No. For all of you out there dating the bad boys, 
No, you can't change them. No, you can't. They're not going to change. They are assholes for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and they will stay assholes. No matter how many times they say that they want to change for you and how many times you cry over it, it's never going to change. No, move on, sister, boyfriend. Move on. It's not going to happen. No. Find, yourself, <laughs> find yourself a good person that makes you laugh, that puts their needs, your needs, your needs first. Yeah. Okay. I have. Amen. We've been talking for a while. Lindsay has her timer. She just showed us like uh, <gasps> like uh, one of those bikini girls in a boxing ring. She held up a timer and walked Round around. Two. She Round walked around two. the Ready? ding ding. She walked around the room in her underwear for no reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chameleon. I have a picture of a chameleon, and I got to show your son. Okay. My son will be super excited. He's obsessed with... He's not as obsessed anymore. He doesn't... The other day, we were like, do your chameleon dance, and he kind of like rolled his eyes. He's like, okay. Nah. He's like, no. I was like, do it with a smile on your face, you nerd. But he's like, you know, a big boy now, because he lost his first tooth yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. It hardens tooth- you. Or yeah. day before yesterday, the tooth fairy paid a visit. The tooth fairy army crawled in there. Okay. Oh, that's so funny. She army crawled in there, stuck her hand under the pillow and took the tooth and then put the dollar in and then army crawled out of there. Way to go, that's tooth, a fairy. Good tooth fairy. So Dang. I have a tooth fairy story is my son recently lost his fourth tooth and this sucker was such a big deal, right? You'd think the tooth fairy was going to pay double. Well, he wakes up the next morning and is like, the tooth fairy didn't come. And I was like, oh, no, that bitch. How dare her break your heart? <laughs> and then my daughter wakes up and she's like, it's okay, brother. She's like, it happened to me before. Oh, no. And it happened to Harrison and it happened to Tommy and it happened to Jim and it happened to Lily. And and one time the tooth fairy didn't come for two weeks for Zanzibar or whatever. That, you know, I'm just naming yeah. kids. But she starts laundry listing oh, all my children so the tooth fairy. Uh, I bet the tooth fairy children. was, was like, relieved. She's like, wait, I'm not the only you, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine like being spread so thin and all these places and all this ground you got to cover and I mean just yeah. the expectation of the, the mm-hmm. children it's it's a heavy weight um no it's true it's my daughter's tooth fairy time has been delayed multiple times yeah <laughs> I've, you know it's like oh talk about gutted right dang that tooth fairy she's just slacking I don't know what her deal is she must be a man I can tell you though yeah. that yeah. army crawl across my son's room it's like Ab strength. Ab strength. <laughs> the whole time I was like, yes. Engage that you, core. Yes, you get it, Tooth Fairy. Yeah. My middle, the the f- Tooth Fairy's middle, <laughs> the Tooth Fairy's middle did not touch the floor. I was like on the <laughs> inside of my knees. I have the greatest visual. I, yeah, it was, she was army crawling in there. She did awesome. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And then she came out and winked later, like. Yeah. Crawled into bed with her Tooth Fairy husband. Who's the Tooth Fairy's husband? She's the independent woman. She, she is an independent show. You know, Tooth she Fairy man. man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, everybody. Veronica has a great base highlight for y'all. Yes, I do. Just because I was using Germany as a uh, reference point or as an example for this, I decided to highlight Ramstein Air Force Base. Ooh. Nice. Yay. I think that's our first overseas one, too, huh? We haven't done an overseas base yet. Did we do? I felt like we may have done Kadena. Did we? Did we not? Did we? No, I think we did. No, I don't think so. Okay, no, I don't think that. so. Not yet. So, oh, Ramstein's our first uh, overseas. I should have done something where I've been stationed at because I have to say I have never been stationed at Ramstein or anywhere in Germany, but I have traveled to Ramstein many, many a times. I will tell you why. 
because it is <laughs> because it because it is so Americanized. Okay, people love this base for that reason. It is a slice of America in a foreign country. We were stationed in Belgium, like I said. And I'd be like, I want fucking Taco Bell. Let's go. Let's drive three hours to Ramstein. <laughs> yes, and so we would get our Taco Bell. Um, but let's start here. Ramstein Air Base serving as a headquarters for United States Air Force in Europe and also for NATO Aircom, uh, located near the town of um, Ramstein, Meinsbach, in the rural district of Kaiserslautern, or also known by the cool kids there as K-Town. K-Town! Yes. K-Town! <laughs> it is host unit. Uh, host unit is the 86th Airlift Wing, composed of six groups, 27 squadrons, and... Three bases um, that are Germany, of course, Spain, and Belgium. Its mission is operation and maintenance of airlift assets consisting of the C-130s, J's, C-130J's, C-20s, C-21s, C-40Bs, C, 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 and C-37A Gulfstream aircraft throughout Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. It's part of the KMC or Kaiser Slaughter military community, and it's estimated that there's 54,000 service members and 5,400 civilians that live and work on the base. And they have a Chili's. Yes, and they also um, <laughs> <laughs> they also employ 6,200 local nationals at the Chili's. At the Chili's alone, <laughs> fucking, it's crowded. <laughs> Your husband can bring you back chips and salsas when he goes to TDY there, Ooh, just saying. Oh, if he goes to, I mean, I don't know if, if you're, like, in the States, don't, don't. Well, you would Your chips to. will be very soggy by then. They might be, but if you were in the UK, they taste delicious and crunchy. <laughs> they go down very fast. Um, there is housing offered, and it's offered in three different locations, so Ramstein, Vogelway, and Launch Tool. It's basically, so it's the main base, right, is Ramstein, and you have uh, little, little, I guess, annexes around there mm-hmm. that are part of Ramstein, but they're called different. So Vogelway and Launch Tool are uh, the other two that are part of Ramstein. Um, on, in the base housing is, I've never been inside it, but it looks nice from the outside. It looks just like regular European on base housing, like nothing to write home about, but it's, they're nice. I mean, you have lighted walking, jogging trails, dog parks, basketball courts, playgrounds, picnic areas, barbecues, gazebos, all the, the things that you get with living on base. Do you have dual voltage? They do have dual oh, voltage. Man. Score. Yes, for you that likes to plug in the blender where it doesn't belong, it will explode. Just saying. It happened to a friend. <laughs> Don't do that. They also offer if you can so to get on base to get on base housing, obviously you have to get on a waiting list and you start the process after you get there and you go on a waiting list. It is very competitive to get on base housing on the mm-hmm. base housing list it's uh, very wanted people love living on base because you don't have to pay for utilities you can't have cable and stuff like that but you can't bring in like satellite dishes stuff like that anyways but also you have the military housing office that will assist you in finding a house off base that's all the entire process from beginning to end. It's great. We did this in Belgium as well. You go in, you tell them what you're looking for. They help you find the house. They give you a list of houses. You go and talk to them. They even provide translators for you. 
So oh, nice. That's a great deal. Yeah. Yes. They did this in Belgium, and I never had a translator. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun listening to them talk in Belgian. Belgian. That's not a language, by the way. In French, because they speak French there. So, But this one in Germany, I'm sure I they would have. French, mother. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. No. Oui, oui. Oh, oui. <laughs> no, no, no. Comilion? Um, so, yeah. Um, I personally would like to live off base in Germany because to me the houses off base look way bigger than the houses on base. Uh, so yeah, I think they're really cool and they're super cute on the outside. They look so like, whimsical, right? They are, yeah, There's they like look like cottagey villages, gingerbread houses. Yes, looking, yeah, so cute. Yeah, it's the details. It's better to live on the economy. This base is huge. There's so much on there. Everything that other places offer, this place offers, and they have, you know, your daycare, your youth centers. They have schools from beginning to high school, like mm-hmm. from kindergarten to high school. So it's great. It's awesome. They have the KMCC, which is the Kaiser Slaughter Military Community Center that has... <laughs> Linda keeps making hand gestures. I mean, keeps Could distracting me. So, it's a mall, basically, and they have everything, like, I mean, it's not like a mall like you picture in the States, but it, for where it's at, being in a military installation, it's amazing. They have the food court, they have restaurants, they have the BX, you have, um, like, bakery and, uh, what do you call it, the places where you go get your eyes checked out? Optometrist. Optometry, so you can get, like, glasses and stuff like that. Uh, let's see what else they have. They have a movie theater. There's a movie theater in, in the there mall. too. In the mall, yeah. Dang, is you, it like three stories tall or something? I heard it's just ginormous. Yeah, I think it's giant. I don't know if it's three stories. I know. I remember when we got there, it, there wasn't that much in because it was fairly new, and I thought there was only two, but I could be wrong. I thought there was only Maybe two stories. Two. I just heard it's like huge, though. It is really big. They even have an inn. Like a, in the, it too. Uh-huh, the Ramstein Inn. Wow. It's on one side, which is super convenient really because it's nice right nice. across from the uh, the AMC terminal. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's where my husband so, always gets put at when they're TDY yeah. over there. Yeah. And planes. they're nice rooms. It's a nice place. It's a really nice rooms, actually. Nice. Um, if good you, location for, like, yeah. shops and foods and all yeah. kinds of things. If you can't get into the Ramstein Inn for whatever reason, you can stay on Vogelway, which has really good accommodations as well. They're actually bigger accommodations. They're just older, so they're not preferred. But just as, you know, just as spacious. You have somewhere I know. to stay. That's I spend good. many a drunken nights there when we would go into K-Town to party. Both I mean, of those what? locations have wonderful libraries, too, by the way. Part of the new safety libraries. Oh. Ooh. Thanks, Take Lindsay. advantage of it. And Take advantage of it. It's supposed to be pretty incredible. I bet. Yes. I can only imagine with how giant this base is. It is really big, yeah. It even has, like, an outdoor rec center with a climbing wall, two-story climbing wall. Ooh. Yeah, and like God. I said, the um, the Ramstein Inn it has 350 rooms. Uh, there's credit unions inside. Uh, also, a sport lounge, so a sports bar that serves alcoholic beverages and all your... <gasps> alcohol. I, I like alcoholic yeah. beverages. Yeah. Ticket and tours, car rental, furniture store, the Hofbrau House. I'm going to use quotation marks as the Hofbrau House because it's not like the one that you would see in like the actual Hofbrau House in Germany. It's just 
called the Hofbrauhaus, but it's a German restaurant, basically. Ah. Their food's actually very good. We we ate there a couple times, and their spatzel is delicious. Mm. I loved it. And you sit there, and you have a beer, and then you have your apple strudel, and you're like, why am I not German by birth? Because this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, German-style bakery, uh, the food court has Popeye's. Because everybody loves Popeye's chicken, right? Yeah. Yeah, they got good sauces. They have a Johnny Rockets. I didn't know this oh, until they have a Kyle. Rocket. Yes, until Kyle told me. Yes, I like Johnny Rockets. Uh, Manchu Walk, Captain D's. I want to say it's a hot dog place, but I could be wrong. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's the Please. fish place. I can't. I can't. Remember. I remember seeing. I hope it's hot dog. Captain D's. Yeah. Would you like I don't some know sausage? why Captain. Maybe it wasn't a hot dog place. I don't know. Uh, Charlie's Subway, Taco Bell, Anthony's Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Anthony's Pizza before. Hey, yeah, they had it at Fairchild, right? I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Um, a Baskin Robbins and the Macaroni Girl, which is like the prized possession. Stop it. Overrated what? though. I'm sorry. Macaroni Girl, I think, is so overrated. I thought it was pretty good. Everybody right. digs it, and I just never. Todd yeah. and I are like, what's the height? But you let know, me tell you. If you can't get Olive Garden, then Macaroni Grill is where it's at. Well, I just go to Chili's and I'm satisfied. Well, yeah, There's also I, a Chili's, yes. Chili's. But when you've been living overseas for so long, like I said, you want your little slice of America. Yeah. You drive to Ramstein and you're like, they have a macaroni grill here. It is so nice. It's just the whipped cream on the top of your slice of pie. Exactly. <laughs> Cinnabon. Uh, Starbucks. Eh. All that in there as well. <laughs> Victoria's Secret. I mean, all the BXs. Ooh. All the BXs Ooh. sell Victoria. What? Victoria's Secret, but they have a pretty good selection in there. Uh, and they have, you know, like the kiosks. That sounds like we got to make a road trip to the good old Ramstein. Yes, right? I agree. Because let me tell you, it's not just the base that has all that to offer, but there's tons of stuff to do on the outside. Like I said, K Town is where all the young, <laughs> the young airmen, single airmen would party and go out on the town and we were known to do that too we partied a lot while we were there when we traveled there and then of course you take a train into each and every direction and just germany is beautiful if you go to bavaria the food there is amazing the beer is amazing the people are so nice like yeah oh it's it's gonna be such a great time for those of you that have the chance to visit i'm sold yeah. I want to go. Please. You can take a train or make the drive into Garmisch, where they have a military resort called Garmisch. <laughs> Idlewise, just kidding. It's called Idlewise. And Jen and Lindsay right now are like celebrating with their arms up in the air because these bitches are going to Idlewise for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we are. They're going yeah, there. Yeah, we are. And yeah, we are. There's a bunch of recreational Spring stuff they can the do animals. there. <laughs> Yeah, recreational stuff you could do at Idlewild is like skiing and yes. snowboarding and yes. all the good stuff. You could take a yes. little, what's it called, a gondola. Horse-drawn carriage. A horse-drawn carriage or a gondola up to the Zugspitz, which is beautiful. That site is beautiful. In the summertime, it was gorgeous when we went. I can only imagine in the wintertime covered in it snow snowed. because it does snow there a lot. Yes. So be prepared because it does snow. It does get cold. Yes. I'm trying to think of what else. And this caters like strictly to military families, which is super nice. And I think if you're stationed in Germany, you have higher priority than Mm -hmm. anyone else, too. So, yeah, you need to go. Strike while the iron is hot. Worth it. Yeah. But you got to book in advance because that ship 
fills up fast. It does. It is a beautiful area. So I've been there once. We stayed there a couple nights. We had a really good time. The food inside was really good. People work there from the states no way People they work, work there no i mean like because it, it relates to this topic that i'm talking about that they like they travel from the states to purposely work at edelweiss oh, that's no cool. military affiliation whatsoever nice mm-hmm. thank you for that people working there because yeah. i need you and they, and i think yeah. they even stay in the hotel like they that's where they live for like a few months out of the oh, year so and they work and wow. yeah that'd be cool where do i apply mm-hmm that's cool. That's mm-hmm. another option. Yeah. And where do you apply? That's something I forgot to cover. So for uh, gsjobsusa.com, usajobs.com, and that will give you a list of, like, uh, openings available for whatever location you're looking at to move to. And is then, of course, NAF jobs as is well. Is it .gov or dot? It's .gov. Yeah, you're right. It is .gov. So usajobs.gov. Yeah. Yeah. G-O-B. For... for IGS positions. I think they moved the NAF one over to that too. I'm I not think so. positive, I think together, yeah. but I think they. Yeah, I think they just like it just recently merged NAF and the USA Jobs together. It would be a lot better. It yeah, it that makes so much perfect more sense. sense. Yeah, just one site to look at them. Up, yeah. So that's all I have for today. Thanks so much for that base highlight. That yeah, was a great. That was uh, a good one. I love Germany. Coverage. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. Germany is a wonderful country. We there. should go. Mm-hmm. We should make a little trip there to the Cologne Christmas Market. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no. I like it, Germany. Yes. Well, thanks for joining in, everybody. We hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Thanks for tuning in. If you have Don't any forget. concerns or emails, please email us at dependentsplaining at gmail.com or Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Thanks for everybody for your participation. Keep keep the participation coming. Keep the comments coming. Keep the emails yeah. coming. And maybe, uh, rate maybe, us. Maybe you don't have a concern or a question. You just want to shoot us a note saying, hey, or depend to say what. Or, yeah. I like chameleons, whatever it is. <laughs> and I hope whatever we, it is. I hope we were able to help our friend who will soon be transitioning as a girlfriend. To, Get it, girl. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or anyone else out there. You Noth- can do it. You can do wrong it. wrong with the friend zone. Don't got to get married. <laughs> no, you don't. And just remember, folks, out in your walks of life, wherever you go, there, there you are. are. Goodbye. <laughs>